guys, just before we get into this episode, I just wanted to give a little quick warning that the audio in this one might be a little bad just because we had some technical issues in the beginning and unfortunately we did not listen to playback, which was sort of my fault. Okay, it's 100% my fault, but this episode is just too good not to put out, so I'm going to go ahead and put it out. Um, just know that there is a little bit of echo. Um, sorry, but hey. You know, we're trying here, and I know it's been a while since we had an episode, so I just had to put this out for you guys. Um, I know you've been dying to listen to us. We've been dying to talk to you guys, so please take the time to listen and enjoy. Thank you. And welcome back to Talking Nonsense. I'm your host, Kyle, and I'm here with... Uh, Christopher. And today we have a very special guest with us, um, one of my friends from college. Uh, we have... Hi, Don Rico DeCastro, otherwise known as the Yellow Master. Yeah, nice, there you nice. go. That's a good intro. Yeah, that was. Uh, Don Rico here is actually very talented. He does singing, writes his own songs, uh, a little bit of acting too, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Nice, uh, nice. Do you dance at all? Or... No, I can't dance. No? You've never done any, like, the... F- I thought you've, like, done, like, Tinickly and stuff. Like, the no. Filipino... No, never? Just the um, acting and choir. Oh, okay, okay. Stage for PCN. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I could have sworn you were in one of the performances, no? No, not for the dancing. Oh, okay, never mind. Well, almost triple threat, but... <laughs> almost. <laughs> Good looks, so there you go. Triple threat. Yeah, hey. <laughs> nice hair, dude, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I really like the... Yeah, damn jealous. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm not sure if you remember Starry, but uh-huh. she's the one that actually cut my hair. Oh, you have her. Oh, that's right. So she cuts hair and stuff. Yeah, I think she's trying to become a barber. Oh, sick. Okay, cool. Another friend of ours. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, because I'm I'm, I'm so popular. Yeah, you know? clearly. <laughs> clearly, like every guest we've had, they're all like your friend. And now you guys start inviting your friends. I don't have any friends. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I really don't. No. Um, but yeah, so. Bad. Just wanted to bring you out, talk about some of your creative processes of how you go about, because like I said, um, you write your own music, write your own songs mm-hmm. and everything. So you you do like the chords and everything too, right? When you make your songs and everything, you make the beats yourself and everything? Yeah, everything. Yeah? So how's that, how's that work though? Like, are you mainly just playing like guitar or whatever you're using or like, do you do like the drums and all that stuff too? Um, For basically like open mics and live performances, all mm-hmm. I have is... My ukulele. Right. Um, but when we go into the studio, my friend has this whole setup. We have guitars mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. drums and his whole computer kit. Right. Do you play the drums at all or is it just... Um, the closest thing is the percussion egg. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the... Ch- ch- yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. So you mainly just do the guitar and ukulele. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, okay. That's so, cool. Like when you go to like the studio and stuff, do you have something in mind already? Like do you know kind of what you're going into or is it just kind of like you'll play around a little bit in the studio until you, like you like find something and you're like oh, i can work with that well we have the core songs and then from there we play around with it oh okay for sure <laughs> but it's nice to have that bass to yeah, work with right so you're not coming in like completely just like let me just play around and see what's going on yeah. <laughs> there have been some times though when we've played around that it's just it's fun, but it's it's a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> no, sounds about right. Ultimately, sure. yeah. yeah. So, out of when you write your songs, then, like, because I've heard your the one that you posted, I think it's titled "You," right? Uh, for you. 
For You. Yeah, that one's really good. I like that one a lot. I'll probably play a little snippet at some point in this podcast. But that one I really like a lot. So I just wanted to, like, ask you, like, where did the inspiration come from for, like, that song? Do you do most of your songs based off of, like, real-life situations? Or is it just stuff that you're like, this sounds good. Like, these words would sound good together. And, like, you just put it together. All of my songs are a story. And if they're Mm -hmm. not my story, they're someone else's story. Okay, Um, For an example, I wrote a song called Blue Valentine, Mm -hmm. based off the movie Blue Valentine. Mm -hmm. Uh, For You, for example, I wrote that senior year of high school, so 2011. Oh, dang. Yeah. You finally got it out. That was the first song that I wrote. Right. Um, And it was, obviously, it's a confession song, so it was Mm -hmm. for a girl. Right. Um, And in it, it was just the message, you know, it's, um, I want to be with you. Right. This is a song I wrote for you, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's what that song's about. At the end of the day, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that was my follow-up question. Hey, there. <laughs> no, it <laughs> fell flat. Me and the girl yeah. were still really good friends today. Yeah. She does some. Um, oh, that's good. She did some of the cover art for some of the songs I'm releasing. Oh wow! Okay. Um, she's a really talented artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, mostly they're all just stories. Right. What's your uh, latest one you're working on right now? If you don't mind me asking you. I'm almost done with this new one that I'm writing for Play on the Porch Day. Um, it's, I'm going to call it Spaghettification. Sorry, what? Spaghettification. Sp- <laughs> it's like a, like sp- uh, Spaghettification. Spaghettification. Okay, gotcha. And that's when, yeah. kind of, it's, yeah. it's that sensation when there's a black hole and it's sucking you in and you're kind of like being stretched. Stretched out like spaghetti. It's oh, the scientific okay. term. Oh, it's mostly a song. oh, it's an actual. Yeah, it's oh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just made it up. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool, man. I requested um, some suggestions for space facts, and that was yeah. one of them. Right. Yeah, I couldn't okay. fit in into the song. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I was like, it's such a great space fact, and it's an interesting name. It just yeah. catches you right, right. there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna be the title. So. Right. <laughs> so what's that? So, what are you writing that mainly about then? Is it like about feeling? like sucked into something or just like it's about it's about a girl that's unattainable mm-hmm. um okay the chorus is she's heavenly mm-hmm. but i'm down to earth um mm-hmm. i like that so right away you know that she's you know above, above. Yeah. yeah right you put her up on this pedestal and you're just here mm-hmm. so there's no way like you know there's no way yeah. for this to work out but you're still hoping and reaching for the sky, oh, okay. if that makes That's sense. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How many like songs have you fully produced so far, besides for you? Produced and the one um, that you're working on right now, I guess. We have two songs. Well, actually, when this comes out, there's going to be three songs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's for you, uh, from we to me, and hummingbird is going to be the latest one coming out. Okay, cool. So three produced so far. Lotus is in the works. That one's gotten delayed. Mm-hmm. But I have a whole album of songs that we're working on nice moving forward from there so you that's your like main goal is to produce all these songs and like put out an album basically pretty much yeah. right self self artist though right like you're not signed or anything no right okay. <laughs> so, sign this guy now though yeah. anybody who's important listening i mean i don't know who listens to this <laughs> at this point anymore but <laughs> how much time do you like spend in like production like I, i've never really taken that into consideration when i listen to music you know it's like, I just have no idea about, like, how long it takes to actually, like, to make a track, you know? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I was about to say that. I'm like, yeah, that's a good question. Good job, yeah, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, when you're on Spotify and stuff, you, you're just like jamming to the music or whatever you're listening to, but like you never really take a step back and you're like, I wonder how, how much time went into this. Like, <laughs> just to put this track out or whatever. So, I mean. Well, Hummingbird right away, we knew that one was just going to be a very simple song. So that one didn't take mm. as long as it needs to be. Okay. But, um, Lotus, on the other hand, we've been working on it for several months now, just on that one track alone. Is it just because you guys are trying to find the right tune, the lyrics aren't working, or like what's taking so long? Or is it like scheduling, like what? Well, because it's, well, we're doing it all on our own. Right. So (laughs) we'll learn different things moving forward that we didn't know recording the previous ones. Uh, Like there's certain ways to like edit the voice and edit sounds. That we're just, okay, well, we want to make this song better. Knowing what we know now, how can we apply it towards this newer song? Right. And that makes sense. That's why it's been set back so uh, much. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Now, uh, when you, again, when you're writing these songs, like, what sort of comes first to you? Do you, like, do you have, like, a booklet of just, like, lyrics, and then you try to find, like, a tune for those lyrics? Or is it vice versa? Do you have a tune, and you just find lyrics for the tune? You know what I mean? Like, what comes first for you? Um, it really depends. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have a nice set of chords and right. I'm like, you know, this sounds nice. What can I do? Mm-hmm. What kind of story can I tell with these chords? And then there's this whole mountain of loose papers that right. I have, of just which like, is just lyrics that I'm mm-hmm. waiting to find the right chords for. Okay. So it's a little bit of both then. It's a bit of both for me. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Because like, I know when I, because I used to write a lot too, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I actually wrote like lyrics, like po- poems, or whatever. Mainly like rap bars, because you know I can't sing for shit. So it'd just be like <laughs> rap the bars. <laughs> so it'd just be like you know, slick rhymes and whatnot. And like for me, I'd always listen to when I'm like listening to tracks, or whatever. I try to like, like I like when I like a beat. I'm just like, oh shit! Like let me see if I could like spit my own like lyrics to it. So that I usually go for the beat first, and then try to spit a lyric, or whatever. Or sometimes I'll just think of words or like quick little two bars that rhyme and go well i'm just like damn that'd be tight but i don't know where to even begin to like how to make a beat mm-hmm. that would go yeah. well with that you know what i mean so that's like interesting that you have it both ways like you you could do you could have chords like okay now let me try to find lyrics but you have lyrics you're like okay now let me try to find chords <laughs> you know so it's like it's pretty cool is it hard to like come up with your own chords and stuff like that or like do you take inspiration from other songs and sort of just put your twist on it um it's it's interesting because you'll play around with it for a while and be, you know, this would sound better as maybe a seventh chord instead mm-hmm. of a major chord or a minor chord instead of a, you know, a major chord. Right. Or sometimes, you know, major chords. They're pretty good, too. <laughs> Could you, like, play us an example of what you mean? Because, like, for, uh, for me, like, I'm not a music, you know, music guy. So I don't, when you mean, like, main chord and seventh whatever. Chord. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, like, deep down, I'm like, what? <laughs> You know what I mean? That's a nice ukulele. Man. Oh yeah, that is hella nice. Damn, where'd you get that at? Um, he made it. My friend painted actually this. Oh okay, I was about to say yeah, it looks custom. There's a there's a picture on my Instagram of it. Oh okay. And my friend, she goes by Pretty Masculine on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Painted this and a few of my cover albums. Oh cool. I like working with a lot of local people when it comes yeah. to art and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause it's nice, you know. Yeah, doing the whole collab and. So let's see. Um, well A. Okay. And then maybe an A7. A little bit of a difference. Right, yeah. And then the A minor. 
Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So there's just little subtle differences yeah. to when you're playing it. So it's, um, let's see. Hopefully the mics pick that up. <laughs> sure, I'm sure it will. So instead of... So it's just a little bit of a difference, but a little bit could go a long way yeah, when right. it comes to minors, sevens, sixes. There's a whole bunch of different terms for everything. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever take like lessons or did you learn all this on your own? On the ukulele, mostly on my own. Of course, there's the YouTube tutorial here and there. Right, right yeah. But I haven't had any formal instruction. Oh, uh, so you've never took classes before? No, I've always wanted oh, wow. to, but yeah. never had the time. I just feel like you, because you, you've done a lot, when, you know, when you went to college and stuff, you would always be playing your, you bring a ukulele to college? I can't remember. You were playing something, but Sometimes. like you would always like, yeah, you'd always be playing and like you were so good. So I just assumed you like learned at a young age, like you were taught or took lessons or whatnot, but you never took lessons before? No, I actually, I picked it up just to play that one song for you, for that girl. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> really? So that was when it all started. Yeah. Dang. So for you was the very first. Wow. For you was the first. Uh -huh. instrument that I've played on my own it was the first time I wrote a song for someone mm -hmm. and it was the first song I've ever written did you know that you could always sing yes like as a kid like did your parents like make you sing or anything or I think it's a very common thing for, for a Filipino Phil background when right. you can sing mm -hmm. your yeah. parents like to put you out there and showboat you right oh, okay. for me I did a lot of um, parties and stuff with them because okay. they also have their own DJing thing. Oh, okay. But a, a very common thing was, hey, you're going to play when everyone's eating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to sing when everyone's eating, you mm -hmm. know. Just go out there and do good. Right. <laughs> Just do good. Yeah. Were you, like, ever in, like, a church choir or anything like that? No, not a church choir. No? We school actually choir didn't even or... have any. No, oh, okay. nothing at school either. That's nothing like that? Say. Oh, yeah. dang. Wow, okay. You like? Did you have programs like that at school, and just didn't join, or you didn't have programs like that? We didn't have programs like that until after I've graduated. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Which so, is good for my younger brothers that went to the same school, but right. not as good for me. So, do you do your siblings play too and sing, or? Yes. Yeah. Um, the other two, AJ and Andrew. Mm -hmm. Andrew's really talented at guitar. He had lessons for guitar and he had vocal lessons. AJ, he's trying his own thing. Mm -hmm. um, and the good thing about music is we're completely different styles. Right. So yeah. He's pop and I'm whatever I am. Right. <laughs> what would you consider yourself? You know, I'm, I feel like I'm easy listening. That's what Google says I am, so I'm, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> That's what Google listening. says, yeah. yeah. But, like, so is that, like, would you consider your genre? Like, what's your genre then? Like, just easy listening or? It's, I don't know. It's hard. Uh, you, yeah. I'll play something for you later and yeah, you yeah. can tell me what you think it is. Right. Because I know your song for you, like to me, it's sort of like a, not poppy, but it's like, yeah, it is hard to explain. It's like really laid back. <laughs> yeah. like, it's you know, easy I'm, listening, man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no. That's, should, I think that is its own genre. That's the nice thing about music though. It's so, like, it, you're not tied down to specifically like one, like one type of genre. Like, mm -hmm. Even if you start off as like, easy listening you, you could you know like uh taylor swift obviously like when she started she was like super country like now she's like pop like super into pop which is i mean 
good good thing or a bad thing that's like kind of whoever's li- listening but that's the nice thing about music is you can just kind of like transition from mm-hmm. like one genre to another and yeah if it works out it works out so yeah, yeah. But how'd you how'd you get into uh like the acting and stuff then because yeah so i know and stuff <laughs> but uh but yeah, like I said earlier, too, he he's like an actor as yeah. well. Like he's done a couple of YouTube videos because I know you have your own YouTube channel, right? Or do you still is it still active? Um, it's it's kind of active. I've been meaning to post more on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the vlogging channel definitely I had to step take back and take a step back from right. that because yeah. daily vlogging is such a taxing. Is that, that what you did? Was daily vlog? I did daily vlogging. I did on one channel, pollinating yeah. squid, and then I did. Yeah music and acting and skits and stuff on a separate channel wow okay yeah but yeah i mean you guys probably know that's a bit of a grind yeah <laughs> oh yeah for sure i, I mean you you know more than i do yeah i mean for eventually sure. i do want to start having this podcast be on youtube yeah. like doing video podcasts and whatnot mm-hmm. we just need the right equipment okay, yeah. and time but um you you've also like actually acted in like a movie before Mm-hmm. Specifically from the Philippines. Yeah. Oh, we have a movie star. Yeah, he was yeah. in a movie at the, in the Philippines. Nice. Like he nice. went over there for the production and all that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What movie was that again? I'm along Hig, the Vampire Chronicles. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, what uh, like what was your character? I was, was uh, like a. I was George. I was the Balakbayan cousin. Oh. Okay. So all my <laughs> yeah. lines are in English. Oh. Okay. Right. okay. Yeah. But unfortunately, when they said, "Yeah, you can go home," they mm-hmm. didn't. Check the audio quality. So oh, if you watch the movie, yeah, I'm dubbed over. It's like watching one of those really? oh, wow. Chinese movies. Yeah, because your audio was just bad. I, or? I don't know what they did, but oh. you can obviously tell it's not my voice. Right. Damn, they straight up. <laughs> damn, they straight up dubbed you. They dubbed me. <laughs> That's rough, man. So your face is in there, just not your voice. There's only one line. Oh. In the whole thing where you can hear, and it's my voice. Oh wow, yeah. that's hella funny. But. The rest of it, it's like, wow, this is a bad dubbing job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when, when did that come out? Or how long ago was that? Oh, man. We started filming it in 2013, I believe. It didn't come okay, out until wow, 2016, 2017. Damn. Wow. Um, one of the stars, Sonia Lopez, uh-huh. Sonia Lopez, I'm sorry, she's actually grown so much in the Philippines mm-hmm. as an actress. Mm-hmm. But by the time the movie came out, she was like, I actually don't remember doing this. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's how you know you made it, as when you like forget stuff like that. Damn, that's crazy. It almost caused a bit of trouble with her company. And she was like, oh, I, I actually forgot that I recorded this movie. Because oh. she had built herself up. Yeah. And then this lower budget movie came out with her <laughs> as one of the headlining stars. Yeah. So you've, you've obviously watched it already before, right? Yes. Did it come out like in theaters over there or was it like one of those tv movies or like straight to dvd movies like what was it like it came out in theaters over there wow and it was funny they had a premiere night and everything right okay (laughs) there's a reserve there's a picture of me and there's uh it's not me there's a picture of my seat that was reserved right and there was some older lady sitting in it and (laughs) (laughs) had her like scoot up so she could take a picture of it right but so you weren't there for the premiere, though, right? Because you're back yeah, over here. here. He's busy yeah. right. signing autographs. <laughs> How long? So you said you started filming in 2013, right? But it didn't come out to like 16, 17. But like, how long was production-wise? Like, how long were you there for? 
and everything for the shoot? Um, probably like nine months. Damn. So did you have like a place to stay? Like they provided you that? Or um, no, I stayed with the family that lived out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were they close to the set and everything, or where the locations were gonna be? They were in um, in Laguna, mm-hmm. and we we're in a small town in a small wood carving town in Laguna. Mm-hmm. So oh, it wasn't okay. too far from right. that location. But yeah. when we had to travel to the other locations, because they went all around the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had to keep finding different places to stay. <laughs> oh, damn. Sounds about right, yeah. That's crazy. Do you have your own, like, IMDb, IMDb credits now? Like, I do, but there's, <laughs> but there's not a picture of me. Oh, It's no? just the uh, the profile. Oh, the, the right. blank. And uh, then the blank one. And I was yeah. like, how do I get my picture on here? <laughs> yeah. I, I think you, you literally, for IMDb, you could create your own account, and then you could update your own profile page and add your own picture and everything. So, like, that's really? how a lot... Yeah, that's how a lot of... Um, for the most part, like, the actual, like, A-list movie stars, I think they have people do it for them. Like, INDB just does it for them. But, like, maybe, like, the lower-level people and whatnot. No, I'm not saying you're lower-level, <laughs> but I mean, like... That yeah. breath. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. But <laughs> the people under them... I'm Z-list. There's just no way that this is going to sound right. But I think they, they do it themselves, because I know my... Uh, one of my friends, he made his own IMDb or IMDb page, like with his picture and everything, and like he did his own bio. And I know this other girl too, who's an actress, like she made her own IMDb page, put her own credits in and everything like that. So I think you can just make your own account, and then you just got to do it yourself. I have to look into that. Yeah. I mean, I can edit like the little things, so you'll see my nickname, the Yellow Master, in my page. Yeah. But I yeah. never knew how to do the picture. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's pretty cool, cool though, man. That you have your own uh, IMDb credit, man. <laughs> so you were credited in the film, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Do you get like royalty checks from that? No. Like, oh. <laughs> no. No, yeah. they paid me off. They gave me cash up front. Oh, I was like, yeah. Maybe. This works. Yeah. That's cool. Um, how did you? How did you land that? Or like, how did you yeah, like, get into the? You have an agent and everything too. Like, I guess whole... the closest thing to an agent is my grandma. Right. She's she's dating one of the lead actors that were in there and they were like oh, yeah wow. let's bring him <laughs> wow I so, went along. okay so it's just word of mouth like you just heard and she's like hey they're, they're filming this movie and they they want you out here come out here that's it oh wow that's cool and i was like yes did you like chance think about it at all or, or were you just immediately like i'm gonna jump in like i'm, I'm down yeah because how old were you like 2013 21 wow okay so i was like i'm gonna jump in let's go right i'm still young enough to where i could do this and then come back and then build from there. Yeah. If nothing happens. Were you in school at that time or? Um, no. I've been bouncing back and forth from oh, okay. school. Right. Um, especially taking that break to go over to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It got when... me out of that. I gotta go to school mentality. Right. So I've just been taking one or two classes every semester since then. Oh, okay. That's very cool, man. Uh, so, uh. Yeah. Jumping back a little bit, like talking about like for you, because you mentioned that was like for a girl, right? Oh yes, we're going like, back to that far. <laughs> oh, the song, yeah, 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 the song. Uh, how did you come up with the lyrics? I mean, did, did it like did it just automatically, like, I guess, come to you, or like did you really have to like sit down and think about it, or did you like read poetry and then kind of like go from there? Or, like, what was the process behind that? If you don't mind me, before you, it pretty much came to me. Okay. And sometimes it works like that. Yeah. And then sometimes I have to sit down for hours and maybe I'll get one line or a few lyrics that'll sound good to me. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that one, I had a very direct message to say. Yeah. And it all just flowed. Yeah. 
I mean, you, you haven't heard it, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, I'll give it a listen for sure. <laughs> yeah. play, but, play it for us, right? Yeah, now. Just, yeah. Oh, if you don't mind. I mean, oh, I if you can. Oh, um, all right. Sure. Let me just make sure everything's tuned. Wow, we're, we're going to have a live performance, performance guys. Yeah. Hope you guys are ready. Does it have an automatic tuner? Oh, yeah, it has one on the... I was like, oh, that's tight. So how do you know if it's in tune, I guess? It tells them. It goes in the green light. Oh, gotcha. Some people, they can do it by ear. And I used to be able to. Right. But no, you can't do it anymore? I got a different instrument. So it's a different sound. Gotcha. And it needs to be mentioned And I'm just so glad it's with you You see my heart is a-pounding Cause I think you're outstanding And I know that these feelings are true Cause you're super cool And I'm just a fool And if you say no, I'll be blue Cause I'm asking you anyway Please just don't run away I'm laying it all out for you Cause I don't care If your hair's a mess I'll make my hair messier too Don't you worry if your answer is blurry Just tell me what you want to do Cause girl I'm crazy for you I'm just crazy song this confession's kind of long and i'm wondering what you think too you see i'm hoping you say yes because i'm attempting to impress and i'm hoping i could be your boo because you're super cool and i'm just a fool and if you say no i'll be blue but i'm asking you anyway please just don't run away i'm laying it all out for you because i don't care if your hair's a mess i'll make my hair messier too cause girl I'm crazy for you I'm just crazy for you and I'm hoping that you're crazy too wow that was nice. great good job <laughs> that fell flat <laughs> damn huh I felt like that would have worked, man. If, like, oh, yeah, I know, huh? That was, like, really you, good. You know, and I thought it was going to work, too. <laughs> Did you sing it to her? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. After band practice, I said, hey, I'm going to show you something real quick. If you could s- step aside. Oh. And then all the oh, wow. other guys, they went outside, and they were, like, looking in the door. And I was like, get out of here, you guys. Right. <laughs> damn. damn. Props for the courage, man. That that takes a lot, dude. Yeah. I bet. I bet. So what was, like, her initial reaction? Was she at least happy? Um, she didn't know what to say. um, No one had ever... Speechless. Yeah, no one had ever done something like that for her. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. You don't have to relive it. (laughs) I'm trying to remember the exact... He he blocked it out. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we gave it, like, a night for her to think about it and everything. And she came back the next day and was, like, pretty much... Thank you, but no, kind of. Oh, dang. She's <laughs> she was like, really nice about it, and we right. still were bandmates and friends and everything. Yeah, well, that's cool. At least you guys still managed to stay friends. And you said she's the one that's done your cover art, right? 
She's or... um she's done the one for Lotus. Okay. Um, you remember my banner for pollinating squid? Yeah. The giant squid. The yeah, fly. yeah, yeah. She did that one as well. Oh, that one's tight. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more. We're gonna work together a lot more in the future. Obviously. That's good. But uh, well, hey, you never know, man. Yeah. You know, just write another song for her, and then maybe no. For you, <laughs> no, seriously. She's <laughs> for you, seriously. <laughs> the follow up to for you. <laughs> okay, now for you, for real. <laughs> for real, this time. <laughs> no, uh, that's pretty interesting, though. That like you you came up with that like lyrically, just because. So I I write short stories, and so I, I get the whole like sometimes it just like it comes to you, and like you know you what you want to say, what words you want to use. Then on the same token, it's like there are days where it's just like, damn, like it's just this one line, and then you just see that little blinking like cursor mark on like Microsoft <laughs> Word mm-hmm. popping. So I mean, that's that's pretty cool though that it, that came straight to you, man. Usually stuff like that too, I feel like is always. I feel like you know that's gonna be a good one when it's just like, you feel it like mm-hmm. inside of you. Yeah. Oh shoot! Sorry. So, so yeah, you said you wrote, you write short stories, yeah. Chris. So where, where do you pull your information from? Is it similar to him? Does it just like you write your stuff based off, you know, real life situations or what? Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of, for the most part. So like all the stuff I write, uh, rather a lot of the short stories that I do like mm-hmm. that I'll share, it's because it's a, it's a prompted emotion. Like obviously you wrote for you for a girl. All stuff that like um, I wrote was because either something happened to me and it made me feel a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, though, I, I tried to lately. I've been not trying to do that. I've been just trying to write something out of like I guess thin air, quote unquote. Mm. But I like, think isn't it always better to sort of write from what you're feeling though? Yeah. And wouldn't you mm-hmm. sort of agree? I mean. I'll, Maybe you can attest to this, but at least for, for me, the reason why I try not to do that is just because it can get heavy-handed sometimes. Mm. And it's like, if it's too poetic or too prosy, mm. it just kind of takes away from the, I feel like, the authenticity of your voice. Oh, okay. Like, uh, uh, would, I mean, you, would you agree, Don Rico? I definitely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So you try to not really write from emotion then, or what? Like, um, It really depends on what the topic of the song is. Because mm-hmm. um, there's songs like that, which right. is just pure emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then there's other songs where I have to take a step back and be like, you know, this might be a bit too personal. Right. <laughs> and the person on the receiving end might not want me to. Uh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For yeah. that, yeah, I guess for that uh, situation, that makes sense then, yeah. But like, because like he said, so he's written a few short stories and one of them that he was like willing to share with me was this one called Rocket Man which I, I thought was really good because it, it essentially it's just about this guy who who's sort of making a decision in his life to go on this trip that's essentially a one-way trip and he's just like ready to sort of leave everything behind and like to me I took that as like someone who's sort of knows that he's about to die and is like coming up with his own sense of trying to accept like his fate so like I took that story and I actually wrote my own script for it because and I'm planning on shooting it eventually. Yeah. Hopefully. But, yeah, so it's just like... You want to act in it? Give me another IMDb credit, man. But, yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it, it was really good. And, like, I know that one, when he wrote that, he wrote that purely off of, like, what he was going through at the time in his life. So that's why that's why I'm just kind of like, I think it's better if you write from your emotions. Because it was just, it was so good to me, at least, you know. But I guess in what you were saying, like, obviously, if 
you're trying to write something for someone else and you're like going off of your emotion, maybe it might not sit well with them because you really gotta think like, okay, wait a second. Maybe I don't want to say fuck you, bitch. I've written songs like that. Oh, wow, okay. But yeah, so that's cool though. I think that's the interesting thing too, I guess, with like, I think like songwriting and like kind of like story writing is, not to say that songwriting is always emotionally based i feel like there's a, at least more of an emotional charge there no matter at what level you're writing it at whereas where you're story writing you can kind of create like a universe essentially and kind of like yeah build on like more of an imaginary kind of thing not to say that you couldn't do that with songwriting but i mean i feel like just the emotional element might be more prevalent in like songwriting rather than if you were to write like short stories or like Let's do you write any short stories at all or is it mainly just music you know i try to write short stories mm-hmm. and i've had ideas for short stories yeah but nothing i could commit to <laughs> right right okay <laughs> but mostly just music music is, right but like like you said earlier online. you these songs that you're you're making you're sort of trying to build a story with all of them right are like they all pretty connected in a sense as like the album that you would hopefully eventually put out tells a bigger picture you know what i mean like is that what you're aiming for like each song is you know telling a different part of the whole story right that's one of the concepts that i had for an album okay. was each song is the journey mm-hmm. this person takes from finish to end right that'd be pretty cool yeah and but the one thing is people don't listen to albums full length anymore oh so yeah it'd be like a kind it's... of hidden easter egg yeah people yeah. they just pick and choose what songs they yeah. vibe with these days it's yeah it's so true <laughs> like i remember I think we've talked about this in one of our podcast episodes, but basically, like, before, like, back in the day, when an artist put out an album, I remember always being so excited for the whole album and, like, wanting to listen yeah. to, like, every song. But now that everything's so digital and, like, one song could be downloaded, I feel like a lot of artists don't... I mean, I'm sure a lot of artists still do, but at least the ones that are, like, mainstream, like, it's they usually like always one. only put out one good song, whereas yeah. the rest are just, like, throwaways that they just need an album for. Yeah, like, so, like to me, I just feel like... Wonder. Yeah, yeah, it's just, like, that's like lazy work like i don't see too many artists putting out albums that where each song like tells a different story except for a few that i know that i've listened to and like that's what i like i like listening to songs that all connect to each other from one artist it's like oh shit like now it's the next story like it's tight you know i mean i think the last album that i listened to like from start to finish was probably like kid cuddy's man on the moon Mm, it was probably one of my favorite albums of like all time and just because like it's what you mentioned it, it was kind of his journey and you get to like if you like really pay attention to the lyrics you and you sit down to it and you listen to it it's like mm-hmm. you can tell like he, he's been through like he's been through the sticks so, i mean that stuff's always pretty cool too and i think that's like the nice thing about like songwriting is if you're able to find that easter egg it makes like the songs much more rewarding in that sense yeah yeah um like i know we've, we've talked about your style but just after you played that song for us like, I don't know if you take this in offense or anything. I don't. I mean nothing to it, but, like, it sort of sounded like a Jason Mraz sort of, like, vibe. You know what I mean? Like... And when it was written, that was the popular... Right. Yeah, 2011. That was definitely Jason Mraz's yeah. era. So I was. that's what I wanted to ask you is, like, so do you pull any, like, of your inspiration from other artists out here nowadays or whatnot? And, like, if so, like, who? Um, well, that's an interesting question. Definitely, if you want to make great music, you have to listen to the greats. Right. Of course, yeah. Yeah, there's no 
way to... I mean, I'm sure there's exceptions to the rules with Right, they, of course. But, I mean, like, as a rule of thumb, you probably should listen to, like, to, you know, the grades. I mean, that's how I write, too. Like, I'll read, like, people that I love, like, Hemingway or, like, Murakami mm-hmm. or these other authors. I'll try to emulate some of their stories or at least their style yeah. in some degree. But, yeah, sorry to mean Oh, no, you're yeah. fine. But my style now is definitely a lot. It's changed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things change from for you. I don't really know who exactly, if I could say, was like right. my building path mm-hmm. for inspiration. Right. Like, do you ever listen to like a song that's out and you're just like, oh man, like I want to write something similar to this sort of style and like try to write stuff like that or? You just listen to a song like, oh, that's cool. And then like when you get into the, the process of writing your own music, you sort of just forget about that song and then you start writing your own stuff. Or do you have that song in the back of your head when you're writing it? You know what I mean? Like, Definitely the latter, where I have that song in the back of my head when I'm writing. I like mm-hmm. to look at what they do in the recording studio and how uh-huh. they formate their songs. Uh-huh. Like Billie Eilish, for example. Right. A lot of her songs, you can't sing, sing. Yeah. They're very close up to the mic whispering songs mm-hmm. and it only works in like that kind of a setting right, right um hobo johnson his recordings are way different than his lives <laughs> yeah um ugly kid or is it ugly kid the new one that he just came out i'm not sure if you guys know uh, i know of him but i don't know too much of his songs yeah um it's very lax as opposed to when he's performing it live he's more upbeat upbeat yeah. yelling Kind of. And it works for him. Mm -hmm. He's definitely grown as an artist and as a musician and as a performer. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that just by watching him now. Right. So other than that, so it's like you sort of just write and like you just have it in the back of your mind and sort of try to not match it, but like pull from it. Right. Mm -hmm. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, as you said, you, you would read stories and try to, emulate the writers you read like for me too like when i'm trying to think of like script ideas or like just shots in general of how like i want this scene to play out i'm always thinking of like films that i've watched and sort of use that as a reference like for for example like inception like there's a scene in inception where i think cobb is like talking about maul and and, like how he's like getting so into it and everything. i'm just like ooh, like if i did this scene like that then that's what i'm trying to like explain in my story like so I will like pull from other films, be like, how do I how do I show that I'm trying to have this character act this way? And like, oh, easy. Uh, Pulp Fiction does it. I'll just do it just like that. You know what I mean? But like, I'll put my own twist on it. So that's why I was just like asking if like that's sort of what you do for your writing process or whatnot. But yeah, yeah, that's cool. So kind of piggybacking off that as well. So like, what I'll do when I when I read other like authors, like I'll try to I'll like I'll look at their word choice. Is that something you do too when you like listen to like uh, songs or if you write your own lyrics? Do you like, will you like listen to certain songs and be like, oh, that's a good word to use in like this kind of scenario? Yeah, that's exactly. Like they'll use a word that's not normally used. It's like, wow, that's such an interesting word. That really draws me in. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because that's how um, I think off of that point too. It's like, that's why I love. Man on the Moon by Kid Cudi, like, like that entire <laughs> album was like his his word choice is very like distinct, and it's like it, it really does draw you in though. It's like all right, now I need to like pay attention to what like what he's actually saying. So 
do you also like listen to music when you write? Not when I write. Not when you write? Okay. Because <laughs> it's good to be influenced by people. Yeah. But if I'm in that mindset where I have to write this original piece mm-hmm. and I'm listening to something else, I subconsciously it's... might copy it. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, oh, this sounds really good. That's because it is this other artist. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's funny because I, I was literally writing a script for like this sort of like series that I want to create. And it's, it's essentially basically like about this uh, half human, half demon dude who like has to hide from the demons and like this demon person who's trying to find him to like kill him or whatever. And as I'm writing it, like I reread it and like literally as I'm rereading it, I'm like, this is fucking Avatar The Last Airbender just with fucking demons. I'm like, oh my God, like what did I do? Like it's literally like my two, like the main character is again like a kid who finds out he's half human, half demon. He's like the savior of the world, right? And then, like, the person that's chasing him is, like, this chick who has a brother who's, like, crazy. Just, like, freaking Last Airbender. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, what did I do? Last Airbender when you wrote this? No, I, I literally wasn't. I was just, like, writing him. Like, this would be, like, a dope story if it was, like, demons and whatnot. But then, like, rereading him, I'm just like, oh, God, this is Last Airbender. Yeah. That, that's funny, though, is, like, that, that level of emulation, it's, like, especially when you do it unironically or, like, uncoincidentally, it's, like, wait, damn. Is this really original though, or is it just like, <laughs> is it just that? Like, am I just copying another person's yeah. like homework and then yeah. changing the, changing the words or whatever? Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's so when I was in college, I took this one class called film art, and basically we, we did this. We learned about autorism and like the, authors like own um, basically aesthetic or just talking about how there's like these articles that came out talking about the death of the author basically saying like no one's original nowadays mm. and stuff like that like you can't make anything and be like this is mine because it's already been done before right mm-hmm. so we we had this assignment where we had to talk we had to pick like a director and say like is he an auteur right like is he his own original like creator mm-hmm. and one of the directors that i picked was christopher nolan he's like my favorite director yeah. and specifically i talked about all his batman films Right, like the three ones that he did, yeah. and I was arguing that yeah, is that he the is. the Christian Bale ones? Yeah, the Christian Bale ones. Okay, I was so arguing I, that like I need he. To know who my yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. I was arguing that yes, he is an auteur. Like, sure, he made Batman films, which have all been made before, before but right. like, in order to like be defined as an auteur is like you know, just putting your own twist to it, like putting your own aesthetic, making your mark, and like that's what Christian Bale or Christian Bale, that's what Christopher Nolan did <laughs> yeah. for his Christian Bale movies. Is like he literally took Batman, like, and he's he said this in an interview before, I think, or I may have read it somewhere, but he pretty much said like his Batman films aren't what the comics are supposed, or like he didn't pull from the comics at all. He literally made these Batman films as a way of saying like, let's imagine Batman was real, and there was just some billionaire that decided, hey. I want to start fighting crime. Yeah. So he took like the comics, like the fictional, like whole hero aspect of the comics from it, and like yeah. said, like, what if it was like really real? Like this is how it'd be like if it was more realistic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of the or those Batman films seem more like legit compared to like Marvel films, where they straight up pulled from the comics. Like yeah. this is a hero or whatever. This is all gonna be like fictional. Like we're gonna go to space. All this stuff. Yeah. Like Christopher Nolan was like, no. Let's yeah. in some reality. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was saying, like, yeah, he is an author because he did that. Like, And I also said, like, you know, of course, no one really can create anything original anymore, but the originality comes from when they put their own twist on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're always going to copy or pull from somewhere. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, 
No, no, just gotta put I your mean, twist on it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why my demon one is just you know it's sure it's, it's last like airbender yeah. whatever but it's demons no one's done that the last demon bender <laughs> going back to that I actually ran into something very similar mm-hmm. I was like oh wouldn't it be a great concept for an organ donor to mm-hmm. donate his organs but you can't take his heart mm-hmm. because that has like you know his love right and then I realized oh snap. This is achy breaky heart. <laughs> yeah, that's hella funny. I was like, oh man, this is definitely achy breaky heart. I was gonna ask you too, like, and because when, like, obviously, you write music. I don't know why I phrased that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this whole episode is not writing music, but yeah, obviously, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Um, but like, is there like something like that in the, I guess, music world, like being, what would you call it, and. Autor? Is that how you pronounce Autor. it? Autor. Autor. Yeah. Or where you like kind of create something like like that you create something original? Is that what an is that the definition of the author? Autor is just yeah, so just basically someone who uh is defined as, you know, being an artist in their own mm-hmm. whatever they're doing. And okay. like, like yeah. how would you define someone as an artist basically? I think in the music world like at least every time I listen to, like, different artists, like, in interviews and stuff, they always mention, like, oh, I used to listen to like, so-and-so. so-and-so, and I took that from so-and-so, and I took this from that person, and it's, like, in hindsight, I never really recalled anyone saying, oh, this is mine. This is mine. So, I mean, do you know of, like, if there is anyone in the music world that's like that, or is it just kind of... <laughs> I know Kanye West wants to say that he's that guy. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? Even though half his songs are all samples. <laughs> um, but I think that's when you get into all these different styles that have been made. Mm. Like, that's when you can really say it's an original thing. Yeah. Even mm. if it's taken two different things. Like, ska. <laughs> yeah, ska, okay. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you heard a ska? But oh, that was yeah. its own thing. That was yeah. its own like, subgenre yeah, that came for out. Sure. Um, metal, rock. EDM is just basically techno. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) so, yeah, like you do have these very, like, different amalgamations of, like, these different, I guess, genres. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. is is that the goal for you, though? Or is that a goal for you? Is to be, like, to be able to say, like, this one definitive thing is mine. Like, I did this all on my own. Is that, that, like, a goal? Because at least from when I write, it's like, Right now, I don't ever feel like I want to be able to say that. Like, I want to be able to, like, yeah, no, I was influenced by Hemingway or whoever. But I know there are people out there that are, that are like, oh, no, this is me. Like, I did this completely on my own, and I set the tone for it. Is that, like, a goal for you, or? Uh, my main goal is just to have people listen to these stories. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's going to sound weird, but I want to live forever. And the only way to do that. <laughs> yeah. Is through spreading stories. Yeah. Because think about it. Everyone still reads Huckleberry Finn. Mm. And that guy's probably way past his (laughs) expiration date. Yeah. Pretty sure he's dead. Yeah. (laughs) Mark Twain's dead. Okay. (laughs) Are we sure, though? I mean, they thought Elvis was dead, but he's still popping up every once in a while. What's funny about that, though, is like, it's it's just so. It's interesting that you, you, like, you that you mentioned that because like at least whenever I wrote I never really thought about that it was just like I need to just like 
get it out there. So yeah, so not... I guess uh, bouncing off that then, so for you, when you write your stories, it's sort of just a way for you to express how you're feeling at the time, like sort of just like a, not a distraction, but like whenever you're going through something, like you writing the short story, sorry, that's my dog, <laughs> is uh, for you to sort of, I guess, let out your steam or whatever you're going through, right? Like it's sort of just like an outlet, like, yeah. like for example, if someone was like really mad, they'd like go to the gym and like punch a punching bag or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's more, it's more of that. Right. Whereas, I, I mean, I feel like for you, maybe, not to say it's a source of income, and, like, if it were, if I were to say that, not that it would be a bad thing, but, like, it, you've definitely turned it into, like, I guess a profession now, to an extent, I feel like. Would that be fair to say? Um, to an extent, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I feel like when you turn, like, some when you turn it into that, it brings a whole new set of goals, mm. like, at least from, like, an artist's perspective. I don't know if you would agree to that, but... Or if you feel the same way, but I mean, I just feel like that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. Was like, okay, since I'm kind of in this industry now, like, how can I define it, or like, how can I? Well, what, why don't we it? just ask Donrico first of all? Like, do you ever write just to let? Uh, oh yeah, emotions yeah. out. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. There's a few different songs that I wrote mm-hmm. just for that reason. Um, Pretty much outlining my whole divorce and everything, mm-hmm. and what I went through there. Right. Uh, which is uh, mostly what "From We to Me," which is the other song on Spotify, mm-hmm. is about. Is how do I find myself again? Right. Yeah. How do I get out of that mentality that I was in this relationship that I thought was going to be her and I together forever, mm-hmm. and go back to just being, hey, you're back on your own. How do you build yourself from there? Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I guess that sort of just answers your question. Then. It does. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why you gotta call me out like that, man? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, like, you know, to clarify does, for. <laughs> well, sometimes you go on and on and on, and yeah. like, you know, I just oh, gotta sure. bring you back down. So. <laughs> yeah, knock me down. I gotta get it. No, not knock you down. Like, just bring you back to earth. But anyway, <laughs> it was fine though. You're good. Um, what was it? What was I gonna say? Oh, just to also, sort of go back a little bit on how artists take from other artists and, you know, put their own twist on it. I remember watching this one segment, I think on VH1, where they talked to different artists, and specifically they talked to Vanilla Ice, you know, his song Ice, Ice Baby. Everyone always oh, says, like, dude, that's under pressure. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah know. that's the great debate, right? Yeah, yeah, so literally in his interview, he's saying, like, no, 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 no. under pressure goes, dun, 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 dun. Ice, Ice Baby goes, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, he literally did that, and we're just like... <laughs> what <laughs> he's like it's different but i think he was doing that as a joke because he knows like yeah it's for sure under pressure i just you know rap to it or whatever yeah but, but it was just like so funny i just remember that i'm just like you're an idiot it's the same fucking song i don't know i think some people like that kind of sarcasm yeah. i don't know if you would call it sarcasm but i feel like like that it's like you know you got caught like yeah. he, i think he's just trying to pass it off but, yeah, but I mean, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Both songs are okay in their own sense. I mean, obviously, Under Pressure is way better, but you know. yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like singing it. No, it's it's just one of those things when you mention like certain songs, like "Achy Breaky Heart," you just yeah, you just start like about you start, yeah. I feel like "Achy Breaky Heart" definitely has more of an impact in the Filipino community. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, every auntie and uncle they. They do the line dance. Yeah, you, you always gotta have that song at the party. 
like, especially okay. in a hall. That's not even a joke, too. That's kind of a fact. Right? <laughs> no, it's facts, for sure. Um, yeah. Speaking of facts, I feel like we've got a lot out of you today, you know? Like, we've we've learned your creative process and where you pull from. We learned that you acted in a film once, so that was pretty awesome. Soon to be two. <laughs> soon, Hopefully, yeah. 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 Uh, wait, what? what do you mean soon to be two? The Rocket Man. Oh, oh. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? It's <laughs> like, what did I miss this conversation? Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, do you have any last words or anything for us that you want to like talk about or whatnot? I don't know. Um, you want to leave any Easter egg for your for your listeners here? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Let me try to let me pull something from the old corridors. <laughs> you see the Definitely for all you people that are first starting out, is just to keep going at it. You know, keep working it. Mm. Keep doing the grind. Go to open mics, write, and just save everything and take in that experience. Because it all you adds do a up. a lot of those, actually. I see you go to a lot of those. A lot of open, open mics, mics. Yeah. yeah. You meet so many great people yeah. doing that kind of stuff. That's cool. And I'm fortunate enough to be a part of a great songwriting community in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. But experience adds up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You, gain, yeah, you just got to get out you there. You gain everything from mm -hmm. just getting out there and doing it. Yeah. You can be this shy, timid person, but over the years of just putting yourself out there, you build up that backbone. Yeah. So if you're worried about where you are going, just keep working it. Keep working the grind. There you go. Damn, that's deep, deep man. You heard it here first from Talking Nonsense. Keep working the grind. Don Rico DeCastro telling you to keep going, which is why I'm going to stop doing these podcasts starting tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, uh, thanks for coming out, man. It was great having you on. Thank you yeah, guys for having me. Yeah. Um, do you want to let our people know where they can find you yeah, at, where you they can find your songs uh, and stuff? Um, you can search for me on all the streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music, iTunes, under Don Rico DeCastro. Or you can just go to my Instagram, which is The Yellow Master, or go to my website, DonRicoDeCastro.com. There you go. I know, damn. <laughs> how, how do you get your stuff on Apple Music and all that? Do you have to pay for that? or what? Um, I go through a distributor, yeah. Oh, okay. And then they just push it out to all those sites? Mm hmm Oh, that's cool. Damn. That's tight. Learning more every day. I know. All right, well, thank you again. Uh, that was Talking Nonsense. I'm Kyle. I'm Christopher. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>